Welcome to Mom Life and Montessori, a podcast where we're going to reconnect to the sunny side of motherhood. It doesn't always have to be hard. There is a fine line between life's ebbs and flows and chaos. And I really hope that this podcast is going to help you with reducing the overwhelm and putting in place practical things while diving deeper into the juicy parts of healing. Hi, I'm Yelena, the host of this podcast. And today I want to talk about why I chose to get into Montessori. This may inspire you. This may also give you more insight as to how you can apply Montessori at home. Um, may give you also some information about the fact that it's not just a freaking school. It's not just for teachers. It can really be useful at home for parents, uh, for your own growth also as a human being and definitely as a mom. So first of all, I did not know much about Montessori uh, before having a kid. I I lived in the States for a while. I lived in Vermont and one of my really good friends was into Waldorf and Montessori, but she said Montessori not so much. And that's kind of how I heard about it, like really briefly, quickly. She was doing things differently. She was parenting a little bit differently. And I had from the get-go kind of this dream that I wanted to homeschool my kid. And when I got pregnant, um, well, a lot of things happened at that point and moved back to the state, uh, to states. Move, I moved back to Switzerland and Europe. And, um, you know, I was sort of like searching, knowing that I didn't want to parent the way my parents parented me, which does not mean that I had a terrible childhood. I was actually pretty lucky. But when you start healing, when you start healing your childhood wounds, you actually realize that even if you had um, what seems to be a happy childhood, there are so many things, so many layers then you need to unravel to discover so many wounds, so many, uh, so much pain that's been actually still stuck in your body. Even if you weren't, you know, if your parents were not hitting you, if you know you had uh, some happy parents who you you felt loved from. And so, I still felt like there was something I wanted to do differently. Like I wanted to do better, <laughs> you know, like we always do as parents, as moms. We always want to do better. We want what's what's best for our kids. And I can't exactly remember, but I, um, I think it was just really the first time that I got into it, that um, my curiosity got piqued was really when I walked into a library, started looking at some books I had... Uh, already bought the what's the name it's he's a really famous doctor who talks about you know sleep um and it's about the four s's um and I was already looking at how to help my child sleep better etc because he it was pretty rough and he had eczema also and, and etc and so when I walked into this library and I saw this cute book about Montessori that was really simple. My curiosity got piqued. And I bought it. It was so easy to read. And that was the thing that was really cool. Is that now you do have these simplified versions of what Montessori is. 
you have some books that are short to the point that have the basics of Montessori and how to do it at home and for babies and for toddlers. And so it spoke to me so deeply because it's really about following the child in a way that is very respectful, but while setting boundaries. And this is what I love about Montessori. Not only did it speak to me because of that, but there was also, there's this, this part of the, the adult, the, the responsibility of the person, even of the educator, the teacher, and at home, the parent, you know? How do you think of your child? How do you communicate? How do you set up the environment so your child develop better skills, motor, motor skills, just have more autonomy, etc.? All that spoke to me so deeply that I bought this one book and then I bought another book and, and little by little I started learning more. I started applying it with my kid, with my baby. So he was six months old when I first really started really, really applying. I saw the impact, the huge positive impact it had on my baby and how, you know, alert he became. I mean, not that he wasn't before, you know, and babies have obviously their own developments and, you know, not every child is the same. And he definitely has something very special, very, you know, uh, as, as a person, as a, as a being. But I saw, you know, this may be horrible to you, you know, it may sound horrible to compare, but it's really, I'm just, I'm doing it in a non-judgmental way. I'm actually really have seen the impact Montessori has on development. When you let your child explore um, by himself, when you really set the environment up so that your child, your baby, can start to crawl, you don't yell at them, no, constantly, all the time, stopping them into this, this, um, cet élan, we say in French, this, um, I'm missing the word, so, you know, this need for them to explore the environment. If you don't, abruptly stop that constantly they'll will be able to learn so much um, they'll be able to feel confident even as a baby you know to then little by little take the first steps walk start to climb on things be very very sure of themselves and you as a parent you'll take a little step back as a mom sometimes it's difficult because we are very scared for our children we're very scared that they're going to fall, they're going to hurt themselves, we're scared they're going to go to the hospital, etc. And I'm not saying <laughs> let them do anything. Obviously, it needs to be safe. But what I'm saying is that we need to step back and actually let them explore and look at our own fear. Look at the fear that we have for them that they don't have. They're actually learning and they can learn to be cautious if you are there if you're supporting them if you're actually just acknowledging for example that you are scared but that you'll stand right by just in case something happens you know it's a different it's different you are not putting your fear onto them and that is huge it's huge because then your baby your toddler can explore can learn can feel confident and this this is huge and so when I saw that 
my child was just getting really confident and and learning so much and and actually when it came to his motor skills and fine motor skills was was ahead and it's not really it's not about being ahead that is really not the point and i think a lot of people see montessori kind of like sometimes we we can think of chinese students you know and their parents pushing them to be the best it's it's not about that because kids have the skills within them within them they have they have everything within them and it's up to us to ignite that it's up to us to ignite that curiosity that is going to make them learn and advance in their development um and it is really not about being the best and so for me when i saw that and that my child was you know seemed to really be fulfilled and happy with doing things differently adapting the environment differently and and you know also taking on the fact that people looked at me weird because i was doing things differently when my child, when my, you know, he was like a year and a half, was climbing onto some, I don't know how to explain, like just, just sort of like on playgrounds, those ropes, like those like ladder ropes. Uh, he was doing a really good job, and I was like right there, you know. It's not like <laughs> I was just letting him, him climb, you know. Um, and parents were like so scared, like, <gasps> or, or I was, you know, but by the time he was a bit older, he was doing it, you know, great. And I knew that he was doing the right thing. He was going slow. He was putting the feet exactly where he should. That it was, there were really few chances that he would actually fall. It really wasn't dangerous. I would stay, take a step back and I saw other parents come in and be like, you're going to fall, you know, say those things. And so I had to stop sometimes step in and be like you know, calm them like it's okay he actually can climb he knows how to climb and just just reassure them but also kind of also be there as I'm the mom okay so let my kid please be off the hook from your attention because because we, parents get so scared we 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 have this mentality that first we can't shut up we can't shut up because we have to always talk to them about the worst thing that could happen. Like, <laughs> that's so horrible. Like, can you imagine every time you want to do something, somebody next to you is telling you, oh, no, don't do that. that that's going to be horrible. Oh, no, don't do that. You're not going to be able to do it. You know, at some point you sort of really absorb that in your head. And you're going to have so much, you know, self-denial, self-doubt. Like, obviously you can't do it if the other person always says, I'm going to fall. I'm going to do this. And then, oh, I, I did fall. Oh. <gasps> So maybe this person was right. Mom was right. Dad was right. You know, you create such, such a negative story, you know. So it's really, really important to be careful what we say. But that's, that's not the, that's not where I want to go. Um, and so when I saw that, I actually really wanted to dive deeper. And that's when I got certified as an assistant, a Montessori assistant, because I really wanted to learn more deeply about how I could best serve my child and that inspired me so much to then actually do what I'm doing which is coach moms and it's not you know the word coaching is so so harsh for me you know guide moms with Montessori and inner work because it is such a powerful tool when we start early it is such a powerful tool it is incredible it is incredible how much you can change 
quickly the environment and see improvements in your child's behavior, for example. I mean, that's why I'm so passionate to talk about it and to grow this awareness of of Montessori at home. It doesn't just have to be this thing that's for the elite. It doesn't have to be just this thing that's for people who have money. No, it's not about that. And Maria Montessori did not start for women, for women, did not start that for kids who were wealthy. It, it, it absolutely did not come from that. And so I really want to empower you with some knowledge here on this podcast about how you can also apply Montessori at home. Because, yes, maybe I will oversimplify things, but I think it's better to oversimplify things, make it so that you can actually implement it, that you, you're not too harsh on yourself, that you don't have too hard standards, and that you actually implement it. Because if you do, you will see the huge transformation in your kid and yourself. Because because if your kid is is better, is calmer, is more concentrated, you know, learns to be concentrated, you'll have more time. You'll be able to do things for yourself. And if the environment is adapted properly, there's also some behaviors that, are, that change. The, your child can calm down, and so it's just easier on us. The other day, I ran into a woman that, you know, she had, a, she had been a, a friend of, the, of my family, um, and I, I believe she now has four, four kids, five kids, four kids. And she said that at first they were thinking they were, they actually talked about that, whether they would put their kids into private school or not. And she was, she told, I mean, this one of the first thing that she said, like, I'm so strongly against Montessori. And then she started talking about some things that were not her experience. And that's what I want to caution you. You can hear a lot of things from people who have not experienced Montessori, like homeschooling. I mean, how many freaking times do people talk to me about homeschooling? They've never homeschooled and they have certain judgments, certain, um, also so many myths about social life. Um, that's the big one, social life. And what's the other one? What's the other question? When are they going to go back to school? I mean, like, it's a must, you know? Like, it's if your kid does not go to school, his life is going to be ruined, you know? Um, and so it's important that if we're interested, we don't listen too much to other people and all that negative chatter because we can find anything, positive or negative, and just start an experience, experiment for ourselves and see what it is and not give up too soon because sometimes you know it's like oh yeah I've tried <laughs> you know like let's say some of the big things also that could be like sometimes with sleepless nights and with with your with your child is could be a food allergy you know and that was my case uh, my child had um, has still a gluten allergy and you know I've heard you know moms around me say like oh yeah we tried and it's like you tried for two weeks Sometimes it takes time. You need to also realize that if you want to give something a chance, you need to, you need time. And so Montessori can be a game changer. I mean, seriously. And I think it is for everyone in the sense that you don't have to be a hardcore Montessori person. You don't have to be a hardcore Montessori mom. You can 
take some things that are that really speak to you and implement them at home you know whatever speaks to you i think this is the most important thing and what you see speaks to your child i think this is key and this is what montessori is about it's about following your child it's not about just doing everything the way it's supposed to be done and so i as the podcast progresses as the episodes come out um, you will learn more and more about Montessori if you don't know much about it. And if you already do, then that's, that's great. That is great. And maybe you're going to, you know, maybe this is going to remind you of some things you've forgotten about or, you know, it's going to inspire you to continue. But really give it a chance because I think it's an amazing tool and it's an amazing tool for growth. Um, and obviously I won't just talk about Montessori because another part for me is that's extremely important is this, this inner work. Uh, as parents, we are the ones who are with our children. And if they don't go to daycare, babies and toddlers are with us constantly. And so they're, they're mirrors of what is within us. If they have a lot of tantrums, if they're very agitated, obviously if there's no other health conditions, um, they're mirrors, they are mirrors of what is going on within us. And so for me, the second part, the second piece of inner work is just so crucial because Montessori is great. For quick wins, uh, for things that are just easier, the things that you put in place first because they don't they take less time, and then working on your childhood wounds, on your triggers, changing the patterns in your life, in the way you see things, the education, but also just emotions, your emotional intelligence. You can be an actual example for your children and teach them how to deal with their emotions. All oh, this is so key. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. And if you do, if you did, please rate the podcast. And um, I have all the links, you know, in the in the show notes. If you want to follow me on Instagram, this is where I'm pretty active. I also have a Facebook group. And I have two courses that are actually on the low end, lower cost end. Um, and one is specific Montessori because it's about decluttering and really getting one space into this Montessori philosophy. And so you can check it out in my show notes. It's really at a good price. You also have a bundle. You can also add a call with me and, um, it will give you some first basic tools about Montessori. I hope you all have a beautiful day, a beautiful night, depending on where you're listening from and we'll chat later.